Hello, my name is Urena, and I am honored to be the first guest host of the Talk To Me Nice podcast. You guys have gotten to know him as CP The Real, and through our work, I simply know him as Corey Polk. Welcome, Mr. Corey Polk. How are you? I'm good, man. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm honored. I'm so honored. It's a long time coming. Yeah. And I don't think I would rather have to sit down with uh, anyone other than you, so I appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate you. I realized through your podcast, a lot of people don't really know you. No, not at all. Uh, They know, they have a perception. I think we all have a perception of people, so people pick and choose what they what they want to retain, what they want to see. And yeah. to, you know, some ownership of mine, you know, I display mm-hmm. certain things. Uh, so the podcast is a chance for me to kind of let loose, you mm-hmm. know, say some things that may or may not should be said <laughs> sometimes. But um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, they, I don't know what people's perception of, of CP The Real is when they watch a podcast. Uh, you know, I, I wonder. I right. do wonder. Right. Well, like I stated, I'm honored. I'm ready to take this journey with you. Um, I'm trusting the process, trusting the work, and hopefully you'll show up and allow people to really get to know who you are in your journey through this process. So over the week, I gave you some homework. You did. You ready? Yeah, <laughs> okay. So I gave you some homework. Um, and through that homework assignment, you tapped into a few things. Do you mind sharing what those things were? No, absolutely. Um, so your your homework was for me to read a simple passage uh, okay. revolving around the, the spirit of a man. Okay. Um, after reading that, uh, I tapped into certain areas of myself that maybe I have not been giving the Mm. attention or spotlight to. So, um, you know, with the new year coming around, I feel like I'm in the same boat as everybody else, right? Trying to figure out what's next, trying to shed some previous layers of the new year and just kind of make everything full circle. So um, not even 2020, I would say, from what I can remember, probably age seven mm-hmm. up until 2020, um, I've carried a lot of a lot of things. Okay, so you feel like you ready to share those things? Yeah, 2021. I want to share. I want to shed those things. Um, awareness was was a big thing for me through some of the homework. Um, I had to write down some of the things that I am fully aware of about Mm, myself mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and some of the things that I'm aware of that I may bury, you know what I mean? So awareness is twofold. You know, there's a lot of things that we are truly aware of, but if we, we make the decision whether or not to give it the attention, to accept it it and and give it the attention that it needs. So, um, so what have you become aware of from seven year old to now? I know that covers a lot of years, but what have you become aware of? Um, I've become aware of, honestly, some of the, the pain mm. that I carry, some of the resentment, some of the anger. Okay. And uh, I have pretty bad anxiety. Mm. Um, I don't think that I've stumbled down the lane of depression yet. Okay. Uh, but I know that's real. But I have to, I've learned to become aware of what manifests my anxiety what's your triggers yeah okay absolutely are you willing to share some of your triggers yeah um my anxiety comes from a large portion of it comes from a sense of control Mm. um adult Corey 
likes to be in control of my surroundings. I like to be in control yeah. of everything that I do. Yeah, as most of us do, because yeah. it's a it's a fear. Yeah. It's a fear. And uh, you know, I've never said this out loud, it sounds bad, but I also like to be in control of my relationships. Yeah. But I commend you, it doesn't sound bad. It's the truth. Yeah. And if more people got honest with themselves in that area, a lot of the things that people suffer or go through in relationships the fear, the fear of allowing you to show up and be exactly who you are. Yeah. 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 So it's just awareness that, you know, some of, some of the ways that that's manifested, right? So me being, me wanting to be in control of relationships has tiptoed the line of manipulation. You know what I mean? Um, be, being the puppet master, you know mm. what I mean? I've, I think that I've done a, a, a good job of mastering the art of influence, mm -hmm. whether it be professional, mm -hmm. personal, mm -hmm. um, but being able to, to tier people different levels to, right. to do the things to get that what I you want need. to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, those, those could be good things in life. Don't get me it wrong, can but be, but I think that I've been using them for probably. For ill will. Yeah. Or for your personal gain. There you go. Personal gain. There you go. And nobody wins yeah. when that's happening. Yeah. So the one thing you mentioned is in your relationships. Um, can you tap on that in all relationships, your family? First of all, can you give us a little bit of your family backstory? Like, do you have siblings? Where yeah, no, from? absolutely. Um, so I'm a, I grew up a military brat. Really? Yeah. So okay. A lot was, of people wouldn't know that. I don't think a lot of people know that. Ah, no. but then that also taps into the control. Yeah. Yeah. And people know what I want them to know. Yeah. 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 Um, and, you know, no shame of that. Uh, right. That definitely, definitely shapes my perception on life now. But, uh, right. yeah, I grew up military brat. My father was 30 years in the Navy. So wow. uh, we've, we've traveled the world. Um, me wow. and my brothers you know, I have a middle child. Okay. So uh, I think that stems to part of my uh, <laughs> fucked up mentality a little yeah. bit. But a uh, uh, younger brother, uh, older brother. So I just found myself in the middle growing up. My older brother was the, you know, she first born. Yeah. So he got all the, all the attention, attention, all the the effort was put into him. Yeah. Uh, then you got the baby. It's kind of like, you know, He's the calling. Yeah, yeah. The new baby. Yeah. And, and then just, you. Yeah, I was just, I was just there, man. You're just there. And, and you know, middle, middle child syndrome, that shit is real. Yeah. I, I think it's real. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my dad was 30 years military, so we traveled the world. I mean, I've nice. lived in Hawaii for two years, wow. fifth and sixth grade, and I actually lived in Japan mm, for four years, okay. um, seventh grade through sophomore year wow. of high school. So as you know, that transition time, like that's that's a pivotal time. Right. That's when you're right. talking to girls. That's when you might try right. drugs. You right. tapping into sexual relationships. So right. you know, I did all that abroad. Right. So right, I, and that within itself, and on top of being a black man. Yeah. Yeah. In situations or in areas where that's not always prominent, mm -hmm. how did that shift how you form beliefs and different things about your culture and the world and all of that? It's crazy. It's crazy to say that because I feel like I've I've adapted well since being here. But I'll be honest with you, like we didn't my dad decided to retire, so we moved back to Texas, originally from Texas. So um while we were traveling the world, we were coming back and forth to Texas every summer. So I've got a lot of all my families out okay. here. So okay. I'm originally from Dallas, um, but didn't live here until my sophomore year of high school. Dang, that's a big gap. Yeah. 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 So I will say that when I when we finally moved back here, it was a shock. Culture shock. It was a culture shock yeah. because shit was fast here. Really? Like, to us. Like, we, yeah. in Japan, don't get me wrong, like, in, in Japan, you're on a military base. Got it. So you're with other... Fan people like you. You're with people like people you. Like but you, you. got to stand. you got cats from Georgia, Florida, yeah. New York. Yeah. You got people from all across the states yeah. that are living in on that military base because their circumstances are the same. Right. But everything is a little slow mm. over there. Mm. I remember um, I had friends and family sending me, like, tapes of like mtv and b like oh, you don't get wow. that shit out there wow yeah you don't get that shit yeah. so some of the music yeah. and the cds like that stuff had to be recorded that's when cds was big and right. shipped out there so like right. you didn't get a lot of that stuff out there so wow. coming back to the states it was a little yeah it was a little weird i mean yeah. and then being a black man being a black man abroad and being a black man in the united states 
Totally different. Yeah. And I can see where control would really take hold. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm a black man, but coming out here, it was like, man, there's really niggas out here. Like, like, I mean, sport, I played sports too. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. sports was different out here. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like what sports did you play? uh, Football and basketball. Okay. So when I came out here, they trying was, to take your head off. Yeah, dudes was big. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. you, know, you know, you got your, you know, you look at now, you know, your LeBron James, your KDs, and then even now, like, high school kids mm-hmm. are huge. So, mm-hmm. like, it wasn't like that over there. Right. It wasn't right. like that over there at all. Right, right, so, right. it was it was definitely a culture shock. I mm-hmm. felt like I had more control over my environment mm-hmm. there. Um, mm-hmm. So, it, it was a transition coming out here. And mm-hmm. it's crazy to say that because, again, I'm from Dallas, but right. I didn't necessarily grow up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we form our first set of beliefs and who we're becoming from yeah. zero to seven. So I think that footprint was so important for your viewers to know, to understand a little bit more about you, that yeah. you didn't have the traditional in the States upbringing. Yeah. Um, so when it comes to the line of work you choose or how you lend your energy in your hobbies and different things like that, it, it makes sense why you can just start a podcast and talk to the world because you've you've lived yeah. in that where certain people are like, man, I could never, you know what I'm saying? I could never do that. Yeah, and I appreciate that. I mean, I, yeah. I definitely see how it has benefited my life. Yes. I mean, I travel yeah. Yeah. for leisure. I love yeah. travel. Yeah. I have no problem interacting with different people. And then just, again, being able to see different aspects of the world. I mean, Japan, Hawaii, Korea, mm-hmm. Guam, mm-hmm. Uh, Vietnam, Singapore. Mm-hmm. I mean... And in Central America, you know, Costa Rica, uh, Dominican Republic. I mean, mm-hmm. been all over the world. Right. Um, I've been to uh, the Netherlands, you know. Mm-hmm. So just traveling, it kind of, it, it, it broadens your perspective. You know, I think mm-hmm. a lot of people are somewhat narrow-minded and they can't fathom the idea of mm-hmm. certain type of things. Mm-hmm. And uh, certain stuff to me is just kind of second nature. Yeah, it's kind of second yeah, nature. It's like, man, nature. how do you, how does your mind not, exp- you know, if I'm talking to somebody who hasn't had the Close-minded. privilege of, yeah. it's like, how does your mind not expand beyond, right. beyond right. the everyday? Right. But, you know, I got to understand that everybody's circumstances are, are, are different. Right. So with that, I'm curious to know, coming from a military background, what were your parents like? What were the good and bad that was instilled within you that formed a lot of um, your yeah. beliefs? Uh, again, that same word is control. Mm. My dad, um, you know, love him to death. I know he had great intentions. Right. Um, and a lot of things that he instilled in, in me and my brothers at a young age has paid off. Right. Uh, but there's a trade-off. You know what I mean? Some of the stuff is a double-edged sword, catch-22. So um, literally, and, and I don't know if people outside of a military background could fathom this, you know, growing up, like it was, man, it was a box and wow. you step outside that box, it's a problem. But, you know, yeah. I woke up as a kid, you know, we were taught to make our beds every morning, but mm-hmm. you made them a certain type of way. Right. You know, I was doing laundry, you know, at a certain age. <laughs> right. There's a certain way to fold your shirts. Right. Certain right. way to fold a towel. Right. Certain way to roll socks. And in my dad, you know, military, you go to boot camp. Mm. And you have to fold your uniform mm-hmm. a certain type of way. Mm-hmm. Your uniform mm-hmm. has to be ironed a certain type of way. Mm-hmm. So all of those military attributes, I mean, he put on us. And right. it, it was every aspect of life. You know, I joke mm. about this now because it's crazy to me, right? Uh, dinner time. Mm-hmm. We would have dinner, and I don't know if it was just because of how we were, but we would have a plate of food and whatever it was to drink, iced tea, lemonade, Sprite, whatever. We would sit it on the table. We were not permitted to drink any of our beverage oh, until wow. we finished our food. Wow. wow. And that sounds crazy when you say right. it out loud. It's like, damn, like, what if I'm right. thirsty in the middle but of the But there's a certain sense of control over that and discipline it's over discipline. that. But it's like, you're going to eat your food. Yeah. And I'm going to make sure you eat your food. You right. want that soda, right. you clean your plate. Right. There's no in between. Right. So I would eat the entire plate. Wow. Maybe cotton mouth. I'd eat the entire plate before wow. I could get something wow. to drink. So me hearing that, um, 
it took you were getting sustenance. You weren't enjoying a meal because to enjoy a meal is everything that's set out, whether it's the appetizers or d'oeuvres or whatever. All of it plays its its part. So that rigid discipline, do not do something until you finish this task. When did you really, how did you learn how to truly enjoy? And then that bleeds over into other areas in your life Mm -hmm. where everything is do it, do it, do it, sustenance, do it this way, get it done. And then you can go and indulge in da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. So what about your mom? Uh love my mom to death. Uh mm-hmm. with my dad being in the military, he was gone six months after the year. Wow. So really it was like being a single parent. Yeah, half of the year. Yeah, my dad wow. was out to see six months out of wow. the year. So like literally out gone. of the home. Yeah. Yeah. Gone. Uh, with three boys. Yeah. So we get letters wow. and phone calls and stuff yeah. like that. And then, you know, when he came back, he was back for that time being. How but... was that for you? Because really, the man of the house is gone and she's left with three boys that are, even though the paycheck is there and the letters are coming, there's still no physical presence there. Yeah. How did that? Um. It was a balance. And I will say, like, Again, love my dad to death. I will say that I probably experienced and mm. felt a little more free, enjoyed mm. life a little bit more when he was gone. When he was gone, because <laughs> you can you can drink your soda with your dinner now. And, and that's just and that that's just me being a boy. That's yeah. just being able to yeah. kind of yeah kind of run over my kind of test the waters test with mom yeah. a little bit you know test what i mean and, and like i said test you know it. i think all boys do that your dad is there to instill discipline right your mom you know you can kind of yeah, yeah you know what i mean you can yeah. kind of test yeah. the waters with mom so she let us get away with some things that he probably wouldn't let right. us get away with right so. right yeah. wow wow wow, wow. <laughs> but i needed that balance you know yeah I mean? that's what mothers we do. do and we i do. have a son and i'm pretty hard on my son and then mm. that's where his mom comes in and mm-hmm. you know she'll smooth things over mm-hmm. and be you know good cop bad cop whatever it may be so i think it's necessary yeah you spoke that you have a son and i don't know if a lot of people know that you have a son mm. and then you say your son's mom mm. um are you in a relationship or what was me and my son's mother are not in a relationship okay. uh so okay. we're, we're co-parenting at the moment oh, um, okay 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 how was that journey for you that was a journey that was definitely a a journey uh that was a relationship where i would think that that puppet master kind of was this your first love your first real true relationship my son's mother um that's a good question because 33 year old Corey can answer that differently than 20 year old Corey. um Looking back now, I would say, I would say yes. I would say simply because I'm at the point where I can really understand what a relationship is supposed Mm. to be, right? So high school sweethearts, we all think that we're in love, you know what I mean? So, I mean, if you had to count that, I would say there was one in high school. Right. But from a substance standpoint, um, as an adult now, I would probably say that was, that was the real, that was the first real relationship I was truly in. Invested in, yeah. Okay. Yeah. How long were you guys together? Mm, about five years. Oh, that was that was a good a good long time. Yeah. What drew you to her spirit or that energy? Uh, met in college, honestly, okay. and uh, you know, college you got odd jobs or whatnot. I think I was taking like an evening class, mm. and uh, she was working um at the university. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she was there late at night and uh, I just saw, I saw her multiple times in the hallway mm-hmm. um, and thought she was attractive Oh, and that was it. I mean, I approached her one night, like after my evening class and we just kind of, we kind of hit it off. Yeah. yeah. So what would you say was the, I know you said you guys have a son together and five years, that's a long time. Yeah. What would you say the, the incompleteness for you to release yourself and just decide to co-parent with the relationship? What did you learn or notice with yourself in that relationship? Mm, and I'll tell anybody this. Um, I mean, I think a relationship takes, it requires two people, right? Absolutely. Um, 
but as a man, I can look back and say, um, I probably messed no, not probably. I, I messed that relationship up. No. Yeah, I messed that relationship up. Like I said, we both had faults, we both went through things, but I can honestly account for some of the things that I did and mm. which ultimately led to us uh, mm. separating. What would you say the top thing was that basically ruined that relationship coming from you? Mm, selfish. Uh, mm. Selfish. Wow. Wow. Have you been able to have that conversation with her? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. We've had, a, throughout our journey, we've had multiple of those conversations. Okay. And I think it took multiple conversations yeah. for us to yeah. get to a yeah. complete, yeah. you know, or closure. To co-parent. Yeah. Have you forgiven yourself for that relationship? For the things that I've done? Mm -hmm. uh, hmm. Where are you feeling that in your body? I forgive myself for some things. Um, Where'd you just feel that in your body? My gut. You know, you always got to trust your gut. Um, yeah. Yeah. For some things, I've forgiven myself. Other things I've acknowledged. Uh, we've made amends. And I think me continuing to have a healthy relationship mm -hmm. and do for my son and his mother mm -hmm. is somewhat my way of of gratitude so okay. you know i love them both dearly Absolutely. and as long as i have air in my lungs they won't want for anything Absolutely. so um Absolutely. yeah i just i think i've forgiven myself but i feel like i still owe this work yeah i feel like i'm still in debt to to the both wow. of them so it's not even her you understand right. when you have a kid your kid is affected by the relationship Absolutely. so there Absolutely. are things that took place with me and my son's mother that I may have let her down or I've done things, but inadvertently right. I also let him down. Right. You know right. what I mean? So there was times where we weren't together. You know, right. I don't know how that affected him or whatnot, right. but right. I feel like I have to make that up to not only her, but him as well. Right. Right. So I just try to be, try to be better. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And I commend you on that. And I appreciate you for that, for acknowledging that I've learned that we can't fully heal what we're not willing to reveal yeah. and the revealing starts with self and the fact that me asking you have you forgiven yourself I've learned even the most heinous crimes we can forgive anything if we truly want to because forgiveness is a type of freedom yeah. um, our self-worth that's why I asked you where did you feel that and you said in your gut that solar plexus energy that's where that energy is housed mm. um, if we chose to listen to our internal GPS more and that guidance um, and make those connections you know like you said I'm working on it daily to um, forgive myself mm. you know I know I still have work to do with that um, and I know for a fact you're working on it yeah, so thanks. I definitely commend you on that so co-parenting today 2020 what does that look like with it's, you guys it's good um, yeah. I don't I couldn't have imagined us getting to this place. Yeah, um, yeah. I think we're better friends now than we ever were. And we still bump Absolutely. heads, but I think that we're mature enough to yeah. acknowledge Absolutely. those things. And there's apologies, you know, there's, there's ownership. And uh, my son, I, I, I attribute my son's response mm -hmm. to the level of, I guess I, I look at my son and I see how he responds to me and his mom, and that's mm -hmm. an indication of how well we're doing. Absolutely. So he doesn't miss a beat. I mean, he lives with We see him both throughout the week. We've got joint custody. So yeah. um, I can tell at one point it used to bother him going back and forth Boy. between us. Yeah. And yeah. at this point, you know, I'll go over. She comes over. It's conversation. So I don't think that my son any longer feels that I have two separate right. lives. You know right. what I mean? We, we go right. to his baseball games together yeah. we laugh like so that that is a is a again that's my meter of how well we're doing right i call those our human report cards okay I tell people all the time you want to know where you are in your journey look at the close the people closest to you mm -hmm. and look out your window yeah those are our human report cards because people reflect us back to us the good and the bad gotcha. you know um so co-parenting how does that work with 
new relationships with you? Mm, historically, um, historically, it's been an, an issue simply because okay. I think historically we haven't always been in a good place. Uh, but I would say since being in a good place, mm -hmm. um, it's it's fine. You okay. know what I mean? Uh, the people that, you know, the woman that I have in my life gets along with right. my son's mother. Right. Right. Um, right. You're the demonstration of love yeah. for the whole of the relationships that you're in. So the more you heal and do your work and love on you, it bleeds over into everything. Yeah. So that's why I was curious as to where you were um, with that on your journey. And I, I mean, we're human, right? Absolutely. So I feel like any woman would is entitled to feel maybe a little insecurity about that and yeah. vice versa. Any yeah. man would maybe feel yeah. threatened or whatnot. But I think that's, where I got to hold myself accountable, accountable. and make sure that Absolutely. I provide that safe space and I conduct myself in a certain type of way. Right. So, so with that, who holds you accountable? Honestly, nobody. Really? You know, and I and I'm I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give credit to my son. I'll give him that. Um, but as a child, he can only do so much. Right. So again, he's always my indication on how I'm performing in life. So he holds me accountable. In a sense of, you know, I know I have to continue going forward for his benefit. You know what I mean? When I don't want to go to work, I don't want to do nothing. I look at his picture or we interact. Mm -hmm. I'm like, all right, that's my that's my motivation. So right. um, I give him that credit. He does. But outside of him. It's that's a hard question, right? Because I want to say my parents. Mm. And I know my parents have the best for me. You know, mm -hmm. my dad does check up. He does call. He will check me if I get out of line. But for the most part, those are just kind of surface words. You yeah. know what I mean? Like surface. my like my dad or anyone can tell me, "Hey, do this, do this." And then if I don't do it, what? Right. That's that's right. where I'm at. So as a child, I had everybody to hold me accountable. That's right. the difference. Right. As a child, yeah, my dad was there. As an adult. My dad checks in, but mm -hmm. he also relies on me to be a grown man. Mm -hmm. I mean, he can't hold my hand. So as an adult, nobody. Right. So the one thing that I've learned in my journey, accountability is an inside thing, but you have to surrender and be willing to allow people to hold you accountable. So it's funny that you said that. So I, where I was going with that is it may be to my you know, my fault. I don't really listen to too many there people. There you go. But you want everybody to <laughs> listen to you. Yeah. So, I mean, if somebody <laughs> tells me something, I mean, if it's, if I feel like it's value, I might give it, give right. it air. But, you know, right. I, it probably would be difficult for somebody to hold me right. accountable because I don't really listen to too many people. So with that being said, it sounds like compassion and grace still needs to be worked on. Because in order for for us to allow someone to hold us accountable, it takes a certain compassion and grace, not only receiving it, but giving it as well. Yeah, that sounds good, though, right? But, I mean, if somebody's going to tell me something, like, they really got to be in a position to tell me something. And I, and I get the whole cliche, you can learn from everybody, yeah. you know what I mean? But, but the question is, is your ego keeping you from doing or... If you're out walking the streets, that's just like somebody coming in to speak on your podcast and they may, they may not be monetarily where some of your guests are, or where you even are. Is their counsel less valid? No. no it's no, all in where you sit with that all, and what but, you but allow. It depends, though. Like if somebody if somebody is trying to give me relationship advice mm -hmm. and you cheating on your wife or you cheating mm -hmm. on your husband you can't tell me shit. And that's just mm. my mindset. Like, so okay. it really depends on what information is being mm -hmm. communicated mm -hmm. to me. You know, you really like, I vet people out, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And just life advice, you know, don't, don't tell me about an investment opportunity that mm -hmm. you're not invested in. I don't want to know mm -hmm. if you don't have no skin in the game. Don't, don't tell me about it. Right. I take business advice from people who are actually doing those things. What you want to do. Yeah. I feel like at a certain point though, and I know I'm a lot older than you with, <laughs> with growth, always exercising your spirit of discernment. But I feel like 
we can all truly learn from all the advice that's put out there. It's what we choose to take in that's part of our journey. Does that make sense? Because I feel like you can learn something from someone that did a bad investment or that's not, you know, it's just yeah, all learn, in how. Learn what not to do. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it's all in, again, where you are on your journey. Okay. Well, then <laughs> I want to say all the, in my mind, and mm -hmm. maybe my ego speaking, mm -hmm. all the people that I don't listen to mm -hmm. fall in that bucket. Mm -hmm. You're telling me something. I'm hearing it. I'm listening. Right. But I'm and not you and you steered clear from that yeah. thing, but you had to hear it first. Yeah. I'm gonna do. I'm. You're teaching me right. You're telling me uh, something, but you're teaching me what not to do. Keyword. Yeah. Forever student. Yeah. I don't care. And that bucket's who, a lot how. more full than the bucket that I value. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for sharing that. So. <sighs> I want to go there. Let's go there. You want to go there? Yeah. Okay. So, Corey, I know you spoke on relationships. I know love keeps coming up. Mm. Um, where are you now today? Like this man right now sitting in front of me, what do you know and understand and feel about love, where you are on the journey, what you expect from it, what you like to have in that arena? Honest answer is I'm lost, um, but I'm lost in a good sense. I'm lost at the point. I'm in a transition period, right? Mm. It's going into 2021. Yeah. And it's not just because of New Year. It's just because of some of the things that I've instilled in my life, you know, some of the work that, you know, you and I have done together. Mm. Um, my biggest accomplishment now is being aware mm. being owning certain things you know what i mean it's kind of like i i have been trying to bake a cake for the longest by scratch with no ingredients right. you know what i mean so right. i'm at a point now where i've got all the ingredients in front of me i've yeah. identified what those ingredients right. are and now i'm trying to put that cake together mm. um so to me, that's an accomplishment, that's right? That's a huge accomplishment. Being, being, you know, naive or just not owning certain things, you know, mm -hmm. you, you can't move forward. But I think right. I'm at the point where I've acknowledged what has had me fucked up for okay. a long time. Um, Do you want to share? My biggest, and I think that's what many people, my biggest enemy is myself. I can, I can honestly say, sitting here now, that... And this is even with my son's mother. Mm. I have never truly given myself mm. to any relationship. Yeah. You know, some people can yeah. walk away from relationships and say, yo, I gave my all. I gave 110%. Right. Like, I gave that right. person my soul. Like, right. I've been in relationships. I interact with people, whether it's family, you know, intimate relationships. Mm -hmm. Um I don't know, man. People may get 85% of me. Right, right. And I feel like people get the 85%, not just what you've kept guarded, but you don't know you. You didn't know you. No. So we can't give what we don't have. We give the ideas of what we've learned yeah. or believe about ourselves to be love. Because in real relationships, you know you don't give everything that you have someone is always going to get hurt filling up the cup fill up your cup what falls over on the sides of the cup that's everybody else's mm. and how people get burnt out or resentful or bitter and it's just like well you keep pouring from an empty cup and mm. then you get mad when everybody takes it mm. how are you filling yourself up and when you fill yourself up and i mean truly full it just pours over so it's not like someone's taking something from you because you had it to give. Yeah. You had it to give and you know when to step back and go, wait a minute, I'm not feeling like me. Something's off. Something's empty. My cup is empty. Let me fill my cup back up before I come back. And I'm not looking for my partner to be this thing that I should be pouring into myself. Yeah. But I'm looking for you and then treating you bad or angry when you don't 
give me that thing when it's like, wait a minute, that's my work. Nobody can love me, not even your own children. Nobody can love me the way that I'm supposed to love me first and then reflect that out to the world. And that comes back to me. Yeah. And that goes back to that anxiety though. Yeah. That's just like relinquishing that control. And, uh, you know, I've had, there was a point in my life where I would say a certain level of innocence Mm. or a certain level of what control I felt I had over, you know, even kids feel like they've got control over Mm -hmm. over themselves. Mm -hmm. What, what control I felt like I had, there's a point where that was, that was taken. Mm. Um, So I think from that point on, it's been a constant struggle to one, make sure that that never happens again, but also to retain whatever control I have, I have left. You know what I mean? Yeah. Have you tapped into that, that thing? Is that something you want to talk about? That's something that I'm still, I'm still, so that's something, that's an ingredient that I've now put on the table. For the longest, that ingredient was out of sight, out of mind, right? So I'm to the point where now I have to, I have to, I got to acknowledge it. And I, and I already know how that's played a part in my life. Like I I know that, but that's one of the things that you, you bury, you know what I mean? But I'm to the point where it's on the table. I've got to address it and I got to deal with it. So that's kind of where I, where I am in the journey right now. Just again, awareness and acceptance. Where have you held that thing in this physical form? Oh, that's my heart for sure. Wow. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. 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 Keep it closed off. Can't nobody get in there. Nobody will ever make me feel like that. Yeah. That thing yeah. ever again, but realizing that thing is what holds your freedom yeah, and, exactly. and the love that you have to give. Yeah. yeah. So I commend you on being ready to to tap into that and go there. And I hope you get to a place where you can openly share what that is, because I know everybody can heal from it, especially your seeds, your yeah. children. Facts. You know, because that's that's a part of the fabric of you, yeah. you know, that's and, what makes you you. And what's funny is, like, you know, when people go to therapy or they try to do their work, I just feel like so much of it is geared towards relationships. Mm-hmm. Like, so much of it is mm-hmm. geared towards your mom and your dad mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. your boyfriend and girlfriend, man. But, like, I'm starting to see everything, like, yeah. outside of these relationships, you know, just people I interact with on a day-to-day mm-hmm. basis and then just mindset, you mm-hmm. know. Um, there's, uh, you know, I had to I had to apologize to Tavia, you know, co-host nice. on the podcast. Like, Would you like to talk about that? Um, yeah, we... Uh, First, let's set up what was it that you realized I needed to apologize to her. So, you know, on the podcast, like I said, you know, viewers watch it, they listen, right? It's a good time. Um, but it's it's raw, you know, and I say I say some things that I mean, I say some things that I feel, and where those feelings come from, you know, that's that's what we're trying to right. that's what we're trying to develop. But um right. I, I I like interactions with Tavia just because it's a it's a it's a man and a woman. Right. So um but I have my firm beliefs and stance on relationships and and women in Mm -hmm. in general. Mm -hmm. Um, So I may have said some things that were maybe a little curt to her, a little short and sensitive, maybe, Mm -hmm. uh, maybe generalized, you know. You didn't protect her. Yeah. Yeah. You can say that. You can say that. Um, And I like, I like the conversation because she's, she's a strong minded woman. So we go back and forth. And I think that's a very important aspect of the podcast. Um, But yeah, outside looking in, you know, I watched episodes and we're getting ready to transition into a completely different stage for this podcast. So um, yeah, we had, we had a conversation. We sat down and we had a conversation and I had to own some of the things Mm. that I said and, you know, own some of the situations or, you know, uh, environments I put her in and maybe feel a certain type of way. Right. And this is all public. I mean, right. like I said, we we air right. the podcast. So right. there's it gets heated, right. heated right. conversation. This is not had scripted. a podcast called Talk to Me Nice, but you weren't 
Yeah, I wasn't talking nice, nice at all. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, nice. I, don't, I don't get on here talking nice at all. Yeah. But uh, now we we had a good sit down. Uh, we actually had a a one on one interview. Her and I. So mm-hmm. definitely can't wait to show the world that. Yeah. Give a yeah. different side of Tavia. So yeah, and the world gets to see another side of you. Absolutely. Yeah, and again, I commend you on getting the opportunity to right or wrong and for you to acknowledge it. We live in a world where people cancel culture, Mm -hmm. you know, or, you know, you said something that cut, that hurt, that took away from a person. And this is a person that you have on your platform on a weekly, you know, basis. How can she show up or anybody show up and be great when the person that I quote unquote work with, thinks this of me or think that it's okay to just spew whatever and not realize I still got to go out in the world with my family and Mm -hmm. my friends and my man or my relationships or whatever the case may be. So that was big for you to step in and say, hey, you know what? I don't like how that felt. And what if that was your daughter? Somebody did that too. And you want to know the crazy thing is people go through that every day in their life. Absolutely. For the longest, I've I've been able to sit with that stuff. Yeah. So that's why I say where I'm at now. Uh, so yeah. those like those situations happen all the time. But I was in a place where you could say something to somebody, you can know it could mm-hmm. cut them down. And you gain power. I could sleep like a baby. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Back in the day, like yeah. I, I could sleep like a baby. Yeah. Now that awareness kicks right. in, it's like, oh. Right. You feel that energetic vibration. Because yeah. it's, it's an energetic exchange. No yeah. So being responsible for the energy that you bring. Yeah. 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 And being a great leader is also being a great servant and a great student. And you weren't a student of what it was that you were doing with this platform. Yeah. You had to look at that. Yeah, facts. Yeah, yeah. So where are you and Tavia today? We're good. I can't yeah. wait to, to sit down with her, you know, yeah. uh, check on her every now and then. Yeah. So uh, like I said, we're getting ready to create an entire new energy, yeah. new space, yeah. new content, new yeah. format uh, for the podcast. And I think that, you know, obviously my personal development my personal growth is an ongoing thing but you know i created this podcast as a you know as a baby of mine you know i birthed this and it 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 was it was it was an outlet you know what Mm. i mean when we first started it it was fun you know i don't know what the intent was didn't have when we we first did it it was fun it was exciting we talked shit laugh whatever um but with everything going on in the world and then just being honest with you know, yourself, you know what I mean? There's a lot of things that I feel. um, I felt this was a necessary conversation because a lot of things that I say, I want people to understand why I feel that way. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. CP is not just an asshole. I'm not a Mm -hmm. misogynist, you know what I mean? I love women. I appreciate women. Um, I don't think that I'm better than anybody, you know, but my 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 work ethic my things that i value like those those come from a certain type of place i mean i felt growing up i was i was being trained Mm. Back to that military, like I was in boot camp yeah. growing up, trying to be an assassin. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I mean. And verbally, absolutely. And and with you saying that, the one thing that I've learned in working with you and watching you go through this process, you have learned how to speak to hear, hmm. whereas before. You didn't care what nobody had to say. Mm. I'm going to get my point across. You're going to hear this shit that I want to talk. <laughs> it wasn't a conversation. conversation yeah. yeah, it wasn't a conversation. You were in assassin mode. But when we're in that mode, that's your own. You reflecting your own shit yeah. off on everybody facts, else. Facts. Yeah. Mm. So I definitely, I commend you taking this time to listen. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's good. Um like I said, I I'm in a space where I don't feel like I've ever I've ever been. You know what I mean? Um, and it's not over. Like I said, I've, no, I've all I've done is I've done the work and getting off my ass, going to the grocery store, buying the ingredients. <laughs> you know what I mean? Versus yeah. being stuck on a couch and saying I'll bake that cake next week. Yeah. So yeah. I got everything on the table right, right now, and the next step is to put this shit together and right. 
Hopefully that cake right. comes out. Right. And be at Amazing. peace with however long it takes you to put together because you didn't get to, yeah. to 33 years yeah. overnight. Yeah. Being patient and compassionate and graceful throughout the journey because it's going to be some stuff you have to, you think you healed it and it's like, oh shit, I'm back here. Yeah. It's some stuff you have to relook at because you're a different man. And I'm always saying to you, as we level up, the situations level up. The things going on level up where it's like, oh, now I, okay, I get that. And that's one thing that I'm struggling with internally. Um, and it's crazy that you said that. So as you start thinking about stuff and as things start revealing themselves to mm -hmm. you or you start perceiving things differently, mm -hmm. everything around you becomes questionable, mm -hmm. right? And, and a part of me feels bad because mm -hmm. I don't want to discredit or discount relationships or certain things that right. are in my life right now because right. I value them right, right now, right? Right. But I value those things through the lens in which I'm I'm viewing life right now. Right. So, you know, my connection with people, there's something that connects me with people because of where I am in life. Okay. And you can have strong connections with people based on vulnerability or fear or pain you know that mm -hmm. connection yeah. is strong yeah and then once you move beyond that pain or that fear you ask yourself okay what do i really have in common with in common this with this person Absolutely. so that's something that i'm questioning right, right now like as i'm trying to consciously excel to the next level of life as an individual like i have to question right those people right. around me and i have to question those relationships yeah. and not to say that all of them are going to go away some of them can stay but mm -hmm. if they do stay right. it needs to be intentional and i need to understand right. why i'm in those right. those relationships right. so that's that's really where i am with with right. everyone around me right now i'm just trying to figure right. figure that's out sense. what what makes me happy what what attracts mm -hmm. me to you like right. was was broken me attracted to you Absolutely. and and i will... always ask that so as you start your healing journey and healed Corey would heal Corey will you still desire that or want that or be attracted to that? And usually we find the brokenness is what made this work. Yeah. 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 So that's good that you're being honest with yourself and allowing yourself because it's uncomfortable. It is uncomfortable to sit in there, especially if you've created certain lifestyles or certain things around a relationship. Yeah. It's, it's uncomfortable to say, you know what? I changed my mind. Thanks. I changed my mind. Yeah. And I think we get punished for changing our, changing our mind. mind. Yeah. It's okay. This whole journey is supposed to be about free will. I don't want to I don't want anything for us. Yeah. Ponytails, friendships, relationships, nothing. Yeah. I don't want nothing for us. I want you to freely want to share your experience with me, whatever that looks like. Yeah. And if that means I changed my mind and I need to step back for a minute, honor that. Yeah. Even if I don't like it, even if it's uncomfortable, even if I don't understand it, if this person could voice that to me or even if I'm seeing it happen, yeah. but I'm constantly taking what I know this person don't have to give, that make you a thief. Yeah. Let me step back and and I need a do-over or, yeah, I changed my mind. Yeah. I changed my mind. And I'm finding out what makes me what makes me happy, man. Like yeah. what makes you happy what makes me today? Happy, what makes me happy today? Um, and it's still a work in progress, but um I wanna be I have this vision of my life and mm -hmm. I don't know if it's good that I'm hung on this vision, but I don't think that I should have to sacrifice that. Mm -hmm. Um I have a picture of how I want my life to be. Mm. And I want people around me. I want a woman by my side. I want friends there mm -hmm. that contribute to that picture, mm -hmm. right? I have gotten so far by myself. Right. Broken and all. Mm -hmm. Like I've gotten this far by myself. Mm -hmm. And I just need people that are going to stimulate me in certain mm -hmm. areas. You know what I mean? Like I ask, you know, and, and, and I should probably ask my friends or people close to me, like, what do I contribute to your life? Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Cause I know what and I want people like, that's what, real. what do I contribute to, to your life? Right. And if I'm not contributing anything to my friend's life, right. then I'm doing a disservice. But right. 
Right. I, I need people to be able to answer right. that. And I need to, I need to, I need to see those things. Right. If I have a woman in my life, I need to be able to write down what this person right. does. Right. If you leave my life, what, what does my world fall down or right. am I still going to keep doing the same things that I was right. doing? Like you got to bring something right. to my life. Right. I would challenge you to go further than the 3d I need a woman or I desire a certain type of woman in my life challenge yourself to use the word partner partner yeah I want a partner yeah I think we all but it's power in words yeah because you've gotten women facts I need a partner and maybe that's where I'm at now I've I've had women in my life at this point I'm looking for words hold vibrations when you say partner when we think partner the first thing we do is get excited Hmm. Okay, we're gonna make money together. We're gonna Facts. create together. We're gonna... yes. But when you say woman, the first thing people think as powerful as we are women, nurture, mother, home. Do you see the difference? And those are things that I don't necessarily. I got do. a mama. I and need I've, a partner. And I've seen that. I need a partner. Yeah. I need a partner that happens to be a woman, a beautiful, strong mother, nurturing, caring, loving. All of that. I need a partner. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. But challenging yourself to start adding that to your vocabulary because of the vibration and the energy that comes when you use the word partner. Yeah. Words are powerful. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. What else you got? You know I got. I got a couple of questions Man, for you. I'm here for it. Yeah. So with you knowing that you need a partner... Partners challenge us. Mm-hmm. And earlier you said, uh, I don't necessarily allow people to hold me accountable. Mm-hmm. Partners going to hold you accountable. I know I've held you accountable. Yeah. And we have a partnership um, through this healing process. Are you truly ready to open up and open up that part of your heart that a partner asks of you? Because they ain't always going to like you. And they ain't yeah. not always going to agree with you. And they're all, they they may call you out on, like, Corey, you know that was foul. Or, yeah. you know, I didn't appreciate that or whatever. Do you feel you're ready to handle handle that and not go back to the little boy manipulating, controlling, because she's not showing up or she's challenging me, period? Yeah. Um. Do I think I'm ready? Yeah. Yes. And again, that's kind of the in process. Um, Do you feel you need it? I definitely need it. Someone to challenge yeah, you. Yeah, I definitely need it. Um, I don't think we're designed to walk this earth or coexist on our own. And I right. also think that we are designed to complement people in our lives and bring mm-hmm. balance that's why everybody is is different right mm-hmm. um but i'm not willing to relinquish that on a trial basis if that makes mm-hmm. sense um i feel from a discernment standpoint we all understand connection mm-hmm. right you understand stimulation attraction mm-hmm. you can't run from the universe mm-hmm. right um, there are certain things that I can't run from that you can't run from. Mm-hmm. And I believe that when those things present themselves, you're forced to confront them. Right. So I'm battling right now, identifying a person or entity that is worth me mm. releasing that or me acknowledging that. That's what I'm saying. I'm trying to figure out what makes me happy. What, what do mm-hmm. I really like? And I just feel like, when you are confronted with those things, you have no choice but to surrender. Right. You know what I mean? Well, you do have a choice. You can you can either get drugged yeah. <laughs> by uh, just your everyday choices or you can surrender. But I think everybody has a misinterpretation of what they call surrendering. Most people think, oh, okay, you got me. I, da, 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 da. I've learned in my practice that surrendering is this. I'm open. I'm open to something greater than self because I realize I've done all that I can do uh, with this 3D interpretation. Mm -hmm. I'm open to something 
greater, whether it comes through another human being, nature, animals, whatever, I'm open to it. Mm -hmm. And to me, that's surrender because surrender is the wonder and the adventure. Yeah, I think a part of that goes to intention, right? I think that you you make a definitive decision mm -hmm. and then you allow spirit and everything to take over once you made that decision. Right. I haven't made that decision yet. I'm still uh, evaluating those things. Okay. Would and you say that's fear? No, I think that's I think that's truth. I okay. think I think I'm evaluating those things because I'm unfulfilled. Mm. So I don't think I'm running from anything. I think I'm actually trying to run towards what I'm supposed uh, to be. Okay. So I'm evaluating evaluating everything and saying, okay, this person, this relationship, mm -hmm. it gives me this. I I enjoy this. And you know what? After I, that evaluation, there's something there. Right. Now I'm willing to go from 85% to 100% because mm -hmm. I have identified mm -hmm. that thing mm -hmm. as something that is worth me surrendering to. Mm -hmm. So I'm at the... I'm at the draft stage right now, mm -hmm. you know, the NBA draft. I'm I'm making trades. I'm I'm doing that. And then once I have this roster together, right. like I I have reviewed mm -hmm. these relationships. I have reviewed this energy. Mm -hmm. I know why I like this person. Right. I know how this person impacts my life. Right. And I understand that again, the age thing, because I feel like as you continue on your journey and hit certain milestones, 35, 40, that changes because you realize I've created an environment that's so fulfilling and purposeful that anyone that comes to sit here, whether it's for a minute or for a lifetime, they can do that, and I'm okay with that. And I realize right now it's like you're testing, testing, which is not necessarily fair, but mm. that's your truth. Mm. That's your truth. That's where your continued work comes in because people can only take what you give. But when you get to a place again where you're full, you're not counting who's coming and testing and doing mm. and da 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 does I that make sense so again challenging you to look at how you look at what you look at yeah. you know yeah. and again i know it comes with time because you'll look up and you'll have 10 test subjects that never passed yeah. because they didn't live up to who you yeah. thought they needed to be in order to eat at my table. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but, and you find yeah. yourself with all of the, on paper, you look great. Yeah. But in real life, you're miserable. Yeah. Because I ran everybody off because they, quote unquote, didn't pass the test. Not saying you just allowing people to come in and run amok or anything like that. That's where your spirit of discernment comes in. But I know if I connected with this person, whether it was a day, a week, a year, a month or whatever, that was part of my soul's contract, that experience for both of us. I got what I needed to learn and grow or expand or whatever, but I'm not bitter and angry and broken if they're no longer a part of this process because I wasn't testing them. Yeah. I was allowing for both of us to share in this uh, relationship or share in this, this whatever it is that you're allowing someone to come in and be a part of what you bring, yeah. especially when you know you've done a lot of work and, and I have a lot of life to share. Yeah. Why wouldn't I want to share that with anybody that I come in contact with, even if it's just something as a simple hug or a simple word or a simple, you know, you never know what a person is needing from you. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That's my challenge. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. yeah. 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 I feel like I've it's been like substance or me trying to discern value, but right. maybe right. not. Right. Testing and value is in the eye of the beholder. Facts. My Some people may be think just because people through the ringer. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And then you turned out another batshit crazy <laughs> <laughs> flying down seventy five, key in your car. Like yeah, yeah. but you contributed to that because of what you considered valuable. valuable. Right. Right. So again, looking at how we look at what, what we, look we look at. at. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Mm. I want to thank you. I, I know a lot more about you and I think your audience will definitely have a lot of things to take away from this. And I know this is a journey 
And I've been honored to share this journey with you. And I know we still got a lot more work to go, but I'm definitely proud of of where you've come. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I appreciate it. It's much needed. Yes. These con yes. see, these are the type of conversations that that stimulate me. Good. You know what I mean? I want to have Good. these conversations with friends, partners, family. Absolutely, so, absolutely. And I think I'm in a place now to have these conversations. Right. The assassin has put his swords away. <laughs> People can actually come and I'm sit under Yeah, sit <laughs> under your tree for a minute and find shelter. Yeah. And that's a beautiful place to be, even in uncertainty. We need more of that. Yeah. So and I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, the podcast, getting ready to roll out new content, new material. Yeah. Uh, definitely want to have amazing guests on, on the show, as, yeah. you know, like yourself. Thank you. Um, business owners. And we're, we're going to talk about everything. Love, relationships, yeah. uh, business, finances, yeah. you know, mental health, all these yes. things, you know, yeah. real, real intimate conversations. So I'm yeah. looking forward to it. And this is, uh, I think I had to start with, it, it starts Absolutely. with me, right? So Your this, truth. This is the start to, to something great. So I appreciate you uh, being the first Thank you host, for guest having host me. On Thank you for having podcast. me. It was truly an honor and a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. My name is Urena. Talk to me nice.